Welcome, everybody, at another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. If y'all are enjoying your day, great. If not, get screwed. <laughs> so, y'all understand why I'm making the reference if you know today's episode. Finally discussing Shawn Michaels' 2005 heel run. Yes, after a couple weeks talking about Saturday Morning Slam, I'm ready to talk about something that's not going to screw with my mental state at this point. But anyway, I figure I'm going to cover from when he turned heel all the way up until his last match as a heel during 2005. Now, there's also something that was listed here that was actually listed on Wikipedia when I was trying to get the start date for all this. Uh, whoever edited the whole Wikipedia page about Shawn Michaels, they screwed up in the 2005 section saying that this heel run was his first run as a heel since 98. Technically, that's not true. I mean, he was a heel temporarily in later 98, early 99, but he was also a heel when he came back in 2002 as part of the NWO. So technically, this is the first time he turned heel in a while. But anyway, let's get start off at the beginning. So after WrestleMania 21, Shawn Michaels would get into a feud with Muhammad Hassan and Davari because they attacked him. And Shawn demanded that at Backlash, he wanted a two-on-one handicap match against both men. But Eric Bischoff was like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. If you want to have the match, get a tag team partner. That's when Shawn Michaels decided he wanted to team with Hulk Hogan. Because, of course, the seeds were planted there because of WrestleMania and saving Eugene and all that shit. Because, of course, oh, brother, I gotta work on the new guys, brother. So tag match happens at Backlash, it's over. Well, fast forward a couple months to the main event of the July 4th of July 2005 edition of Raw. Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels go on to defeat Carlito and Kurt Angle after Hogan got the leg drop on Carlito. Afterwards, Hogan and Shawn are posing around for the crowd. Then, as soon as Hulk turned around after having his back to the main hard camera, bam! Sweet chin music, knockout. Like I said, first time Sean is technically a heel for the first time since 2002 when he was part of the NWO. Now, the whole question was by the next week, why did Sean do it? Why did Sean turn in back on Hulk Hogan and backstab him? Well, it seemed like we were going to try to get an answer at the beginning of the show because Carlito came out with Carlito's cabana and he wanted to interview Sean. But then out comes Chris Jericho and announced, no, this is going to be the highlight reel. Except with Carlito's cabana type shit in the ring. But nobody, but Sean doesn't come out. And instead, you're Roddy Piper's music. And he now said there's only one man that's going to be getting the answer out of Sean. And it's going to happen tonight before the end of the show. Because Sean is going to be a guest on Piper's Pit. So, that would end up being the main event. So, main event happens. Piper's Pit. Crowd is pretty much standing in silence during Sean's entrance because they don't really know how to think, I mean, or how to feel during all this. Pretty much what the same response they'll give Sean after WrestleMania 24 for a little bit. So Sean will come down and announce that his only intention for the past 20 years is to leave fans with memories. Something he literally had to break his back in order to do. Sean said that he was hearing the reactions of the crowd at the Hall of Fame ceremony to Hulk Hogan and fans chanting one more match. That's when he got the idea... I'll be that one more match for like against Hulk Hogan. And that he doesn't see Hulk Hogan as immortal like the fans do, and he lays down the challenge for Hulk Hogan at SummerSlam and wanting to prove that immortality has a price. But then Piper gets in Sean's face, he's like, Oh, I asked you the question, you didn't give an answer. And but Sean is like but then like Hulk even or sorry, Piper tries to give a history lesson saying that Sean talked to him back in the day, like, how do I get in the main event asking Piper, how do I get in the main event? But then Piper looks Sean up and down and he's like, Now I'm ashamed of you, kid. And then he's like, 
Come on, why did you freaking attack Hogan? Sean claims his explanation was the answer. And tries to walk away, but then Piper exclaims, I know the reason why you did it. And that's because, Shawn Michaels, you're a coward. Boom, switching music right away to Piper as a result. Now, the iffy part, though, about this promo is that Sean, he didn't come off as a heel until he hit switching music on Piper. When he was delivering the promo, it was more like a babyface, saying that for 20 years he's been doing stuff for the fans, and he wanted to give the fans that one more match because the audience wanted it back at the Hall of Fame ceremony. That's not the type of thing that you do when you're saying you're a heel. You're not supposed to say that you're for the fans. But thankfully, things will change as we go along. Now, July 18th, 2005, the following week, Shawn Michaels had a bit of a back, quick backstage interview with Todd Grisham, and this is where Shawn finally started to act more like a heel. Because he's talking about, like, closing his cell phone, he's ready, Hulk's there, and Hulk is going to finally give his answer to Shawn's challenge that he laid out the week before for SummerSlam. So later on, Hulk Hogan's in the ring, he ripped his shirt off, I don't know why, like, I get it, it's a posing thing, but really, what's the use of that unless you're given the shirt or something? He wants to address the crowd, and he starts promoting Hogan knows best. As, yeah, I already covered that, Hogan. I know all about it, motherfucker. And we even see that Nick is in the front row. In fact, I even mentioned that in one of the episodes, whatever episode they did that showed SummerSlam around that time, and that he will answer Sean if he comes out from backstage for a face-to-face confrontation. Sean just stays on the entrance ramp because he's like, nah, I'm not going to get in the ring because otherwise we're going to have a repeat of what happened when he hit Sweet Music on Hogan. It's going to take another two weeks for him to give an answer. Then Sean mentioned that many stars have come along and claimed they were going to be the one to end Hulkamania and failed. But then Sean says that he's got the best chance because he's taken Hogan to a place he's never been before, most likely being knocked out flat on your back because... Hulk didn't Hulk up, I guess, afterwards. He claims for the first time, Hulk Hogan left to step up if he accepts Sean's challenge. So, who? Quite the claim there. But then Hulk boasts about his achievements, about what he was doing in his career when Sean was in other points. Like, when Sean was trying to get a startup, Hulk was selling out. It was either Memphis or Madison Square Garden or something. So, he's claiming that when Sean was getting a start, Hulk was far more successful. And if Sean won the match, all he had to do was ask... Because his challenge is accepted, and then the whole, what you gonna do, when Hulkamania runs walling you, and before they end the segment, they have a camera right there on Sean with him mouthing the words, same old stuff, as Hogan's music played. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the way it is. Now, the next week, July 25th, 2005 edition of Raw, Shawn Michaels comes out of the ring for a promo, saying that he'd call out Hulk Hogan if Hogan wasn't out, Freaking constantly promoting his reality show, Hogan Knows Best. That he that throughout his career, he's never had any aspirations to be a music star, a movie star, or even have his own TV show. I mean, he's got the music part right. Technically, he's done movies. And I don't know if he's done TV unless he's had like a mini show. He might have done that. I can't remember. And he states that Hulk Hogan is still living off the reputation he built back in the 80s. While Shawn Michaels continues to go out every single night and recreate himself. So it's pretty much not having to be a one-trick pony in a way. Then Shawn states that Hulk got his house off the sweat of the brow off the fans that we saw in Hogan Knows Best in that Million Dollar Mansion or however much it is. And what's the best Hulk Hogan can give back to the fans? The posing routine. Just cup to the air, hey, and that's all he can give the fans. In term, like Just for constantly giving him everything that he's got. 
well, at least that he had back at the time. Sean says the people in the back are freaking out like backstage producers because, oh, they're worrying that Sean is, has the microphone. He's going to go off the rails. He might say stuff that might hold, hurt the holster and tell the truth. Because we're seeing finally back to seeing Shawn Michaels showing the old Shawn Michaels. I believe it was said backstage that Shawn was encouraged to be like the Shawn Michaels of old. And he was like, okay, even though he didn't want to. So it was kind of like, kind of worrying himself before then finally agreeing to go back to Shawn Michaels of old. And you saw that with this promo to start. He knows the company won't fire him because he's the main event of SummerSlam. Do you really want to put your main event of SummerSlam in jeopardy? And then he concludes saying that you wanted the old Shawn Michaels, you got him. And what you gonna do, Hulk Hogan, when the heartbreak hits, Shawn Michaels won't lay down for you. Well, <laughs> we're gonna see by the time SummerSlam comes along. The next week, one of my favorite segments, because I was pretty much laughing during all this, Shawn Michaels takes part in the Larry King Live parody skit as a parody from when Hogan appeared on Larry King Live and made comments about Shawn Michaels not reaching that upper echelon tier or whatever that he wanted to hit then he's but he's dressed as hulk hogan looking older he's got the walker all the way down and he's losing the walker because he's got cramps all over it's like hulk how are you feeling it's like well brother 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 i'm gonna be 102 by the time i get in the ring at SummerSlam, brother and he's like i'm a great guy on screen but off screen it's a completely different story brother and then Larry's like, aren't you a little old to be getting in the ring? He's like, it's not about how old you are. It's about how old you feel. And I feel 157, brother. So he's not too old for wrestling. But still, like, you move around like you're 157, Hogan, because your body's been through a lot of punishment. And we also get a whole big video montage of Shawn Michaels' career highlights over the years, including a lot of super kicks. And then a bit of a replay from what happened the night Shawn Michaels super kicked Hogan about a month prior. After this, he's saying that, like, Sean's just posing like Hogan, just stunned. He's like, brother. After seeing that, he's like, I've got some serious politicking to do backstage with Vince McMahon, brother. So we're getting more references and everything to how Hulk is backstage, not surprisingly. And Hulk doesn't try out there every night to, to freaking earn the fans' money because he's already got it. So, like, pretty much saying that Hogan is lazy, while Sean does whatever he can to make sure that the fans are getting their money's worth. Because, of course... Showstopper, always going out there to steal the show, give the fans memories. So, like, that's the way it is. Then he gets up and he loses the bandana with the wig, and Sean realizes it's on the floor, fumbles with it, throws it away, and he starts posing everything. Then he's holding his back, he's like, ah, crap, crap, crap. And then he super kicks Larry King over the desk, rips off the prosthetic bald cap thing that he's got on his head, and he's just looking dead in the camera. He's like, what you gonna do when Heartbreak hits Shawn Michaels? Super kicks you, and a close-up super kick to the camera to close that segment. Still very very entertaining. Now the next week, August 5, 2000, sorry, August 8, 2005 edition of Raw, the second to last Raw before the pay-per-view, we get the face-to-face -face confrontation hosted by Jerry Lawler for Hogan and Shawn Michaels with those podiums, like, stands, kind of like what you saw for ECW and WWF back in 97. And, and Jerry decides he's going to ask questions for Hulk and Sean in the build-up to everything. Sean thanks Hulk Hogan for taking time out of his schedule promoting his show to actually show up on Raw. Because it's the first time we saw Hulk since, I believe, yeah, pretty much since Hulk had actually freaking accepted his challenge back on 
July 18th, so it's the first time Hulk's been seen in a couple weeks. Uh, let's see, then Lawler has some questions. First question out of two was to Sean saying, was Shawn Michaels upset over Hulk's remarks about him on Larry King Live, which led to the parody, and Sean states that there's nothing involving Hulk Hogan or his life that he desires. He's not jealous of Hogan, and Hulk can't touch Shawn in the ring, as well saying that Hulk has built a career on personality and show, and it'll mean nothing on SummerSlam. I mean, technically that's true with Hulk's WWE stuff, because that's really what the fans saw in him. You never knew Hulk for doing the type of stuff that you saw the smaller guys do. All Hulk really had to do to draw the fans in was the posing and the promos and everything like that. And that's technically true. That's how Hulk got his career. But like you said, it'll mean nothing at SummerSlam. So then Lawler tries asking Hulk a question. How does he feel about Sean's remarks about him all leading up to this point? And then Hulk, Sean stops him saying that, Stating that for the first time in Hulk's career, he's dealing with somebody that doesn't sweat him anywhere. Not in the ring, and not in the back. And Sean claims that he's, like, not afraid to get fired because he's been fired many times before, but always gets brought back because the company can't exist without him. But it's like, I only recall Shawn Michaels getting technically fired, like, twice. Like, one of them was back in the first run as the Rockers before they were brought back. And then the whole thing of what happened back in 2001 when... He was too drugged up before WrestleMania 17 to still be there. So I only recall like twice, but he's saying that they keep bringing him back because company can't exist without him. I mean, it's whatever. Sean then also states that he is the most real thing on TV today and he'll kick Hulk Hogan's teeth down his throat at SummerSlam. Even if he's got to freaking take him out, his fake ones out of the glass jar that he's got at his hotel room next to his bed, put him in his mouth and then kick him down his throat. It's like... <laughs> a lot of good old references there. But then Hulk stopped Sean's rants and restated that if Sean wanted a match, like he said, all he had to do was ask instead of cheap shotting. And he says Sean's the king of cheap shots and backstabbing. And if you want confirmation, all he has to do is call up Bret Hart. And that led to fans doing the whole you screw Bret chance. Won't be the last time. And Sean doesn't care by stating that fans should. Like, he doesn't care that the fans are chanting, you screwed Brad. He's like, and don't you forget it. And Hulk Hogan, you're next. And then Hulk screws something up here. He's saying that Hulk, that Sean left for seven years because he lost his smile. Technically, no. When he lost his smile, he was away for like a few weeks. Like, maybe, no, actually, no, a few months. Because I think he took like three months off before coming back with that tag match with Stone Cold against Owen and Brad on, or, sorry, Owen and Bulldog on Raw. And then he disappeared for four years because of his back injury, even though he had one match at his own wrestling academy. So, Hulk, you're wrong on numbers again. We established that back on Hogan Knows Best, like, for the four-season reviews. He even states that he's there for the fans, for better or for worse, and isn't going to change. Gee, why does that sound familiar? Do-do-do-do. Then he does a whole, what you gonna do, routine of Sean. Then Sean and Hogan come face-to-face. Switching music to Lawler, and there is a bit of a brawl between the opponent, upcoming SummerSlam opponents, but then Hulk gets the better of Sean. Big punches, big boot, and then throws Sean out of the ring. So that was uh, not the best segment, but it was fine. And then the following week, one of my favorite promos ever. I don't give a damn that this is a heel promo. This was too damn entertaining because of how all the delivery was and what the interaction with the audience. Sean... August 15, 2005, Raw in Montreal. Opens up the show with a promo saying, Who's your daddy, Montreal? And the crowd already starts chanting, You screwed Brad because Canada can't get the fuck over it for some reason there in Montreal. Even after almost eight years. 
Then he responds like, Oh, since you've all been so gracious to me! And he does his own rendition parody of the Canadian National Anthem, saying he hates Canada, and that he's going to kick Hogan in the face and all that. And the crowd is just not having it on that night. Like, Sean was on fire this whole promo. He tries Seamus' promo at Hulk, but then crowd gives him a mix between Hogan chants and more you screwed Brett. So Sean decides, hey, you guys are going to mention bread? Hey, how about I remind you about memories that I give people? Because I give you guys the best memory. Survivor Series 1997. And he mentions the whole thing about Montreal Screwjob. We all know that. And then the crowd starts chanting, we want bread. And he's like, you want bread? You're not going to get bread because I screwed bread. And he even told, said that if bread came down to the ring... Stepped in that ring that night and looked him face to face. He'd say, Brett, I screwed you once. I'll screw you again. But then, before Sean continues promo, Brett's music plays. The crowd becomes unglued. The music plays for about a minute. But then Sean starts mocking Bret Hart's like, like that hand arm stretch pose. I don't know what to call it. And he starts laughing at the crowd. Because then it's just a ruse. He did that to... Freaking fool and troll the crowd, and it worked to perfection. So then Sean tells the crowd that you're never going to see or hear Brett in the WWE ring again. Although his tone would change when Vince mentions Brett four months later to close 2005. And then we see Brett in the beginning of 2010, so that's whatever. I know this is around the time there, Brett was patching things up with WWE and they were doing the documentary, but it's whatever. Sean finally gets his promo back to talking about Hogan, claiming that he'll screw Hogan like he did to Brett. He claims the fans, especially the Canadian fans, don't like him because he's everything they wish they could be, and that's the same reason why Hulk doesn't like Sean. So the whole jealousy thing, and then Hulk's music starts playing, and after a bit, like, freaking Sean just falls over laughing hard because once again, he fooled the audience because Hulk wasn't even at the building yet. But then the crowd tries hijacking the segment by doing the whole na-na-na-na song. Sean just sits there in the middle of the ring. He's like, I got time. Just waiting for the crowd to finish. Gets back up and he says that he can't stand Hulk Hogan because he stands for claims to stand for stuff that in his real life he doesn't really stand for. So, hypocrisy of, of sorts. And then the crowd, that Sean has to stop his promo because the crowd is training. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sean just has a rebuttal saying, Nice language. Do you teach your children the same talk? And the crowd is pretty much like, Yeah. And he closes the, the promo by stating, Hulk Hogan, you are one move away from your star being snuffed out. And if you don't believe him, just ask Brett the Hitman Hart. But that wasn't the end of Sean because we would see Sean one more time that night because the main event of the show was Hulk Hogan against Kurt Angle. Angle's down. Hogan's about to constantly pose around for the crowd, getting ready for the leg drop. But then as he's about to do the leg drop, Sean hits him with a flying forearm in the ring, gets in the corner, starts tuning up the band, but instead hitting sweet chin music, drops Hogan on his back, and locks on the sharpshooter right there in Montreal, and he won't let go. Even as Raw face to black, because he is just having too much fun. I swear, that heel promo that Sean did was one of the best promos, not of just as a heel, but also of his entire career without a shadow of a doubt. Because that he had that crowd eating out of the palm of his hands. It, like you got heel Shawn Michaels, Montreal, the whole thing of them not fucking shutting up about you screwed Brett and all that. He knew how to push their buttons, even if he had to keep skewing away his promo from Hogan, had to keep mentioning Brett. 
But, I mean, he was getting heel heat, getting over his heel in freaking Canada. It worked. So now, the creme de la creme, the SummerSlam match. Now, there were talks saying that there was supposed to be a trilogy of matches. Both men winning one match piece, and then I think Hogan wins the last one. But Hulk pretty much played politics. Because I heard two stories. One of them was that he was not happy about the build and everything with the shots Sean took. And he politicked to make it only one match. And then there was another case where Hulk said, Oh, my back and my knee are hurting me, brother. But, I mean, according to the footage we saw in Hogan knows best, the only body part that Hulk said he was having issues with was his ankle. Never in the one episode where they were bringing up SummerSlam, I think it was like season two during all this, did he say he was having knee or back problems? He was just having a bit of issues with his ankle. But yet he tried to claim that, oh, my back or my ankle or my knee hurt, therefore I can only do this one match and I gotta win, brother. And Sean was not happy. And rightfully so, because Hogan was bullshitting him. So we finally get to the match, and Sean, during Hogan's entrance, was doing the whole shovel routine, dig, dig, burial. And this was a whole infamous match where Sean just oversold everything Hogan did just to embarrass him. Like punch or simple little push, flip-flopping over, so it's like, it's still like the Sean of old, because he's selling like the Sean of old that we saw back in the 90s. So... I guess the guy, the producers in the back were like, be like the Sean of old. All right, you got him. Because no matter, like, Sean, that was, Sean was just being entertaining as fuck during all this. Like, freaking getting kicked up into the air and then landing crotch first on the ropes and getting bounced around. Just flopping around like a fish more than ever. And he was even getting offense on Hulk, including, like, blooding him up during the match. And then we had, like, two referee bumps. You have a sharpshooter on Hogan, who was a bloody mess. So, because he just did that because the crowd was chanting, like, for Brad, I think. And Sean was, like, at that point, Sean was up top getting ready to do the elbow drop. But he looked around, and he's like, you want Brett? So, he's like, okay, sharpshooter. There you go, motherfuckers. But he had two referees down. And Sean even slammed Hogan, Hogan on the head with a chair behind a referee's back. Gets in the corner, set up sweet chin music. Nails it perfectly. Slow referee count because the referee was trying to recover. One. Two. Hogan kicks out. Sean's like, no. And Hulk, hulking up because he can't fucking sell a finisher. He's got to act like nothing happened. Then he's punching Sean. Big boot. And behind Hogan's back, and just before he turns around, Sean jumps up and he's flopping around like, like cartoonish and everything. Finally lands on his back again. Long posing like, huh, do I do it? Yeah. Leg drop. And that was it. Then afterwards, Shawn Michaels turned babyface by shaking Hogan's hand by saying, I just needed to know, and that was it for the feud. So, Shawn was back to being a babyface, and I think there were also rumors still saying that Shawn's promo after on Raw, where he was taking shots about saying that, oh, Hogan was like, he was fast, he was nimble and agile, and he did this whole catch-as-catch-can style that yours truly just couldn't figure out. And Hulk trying to claim that, oh, that... Promo, this is why I did not do a, another match or anything. It's like, you're bullshitting, Hogan. You were freaking bullshitting. You didn't want to return the favors by losing to Sean. And that promo had nothing to do with it because Sean already turned babyface by the end of your match. And then the next night, he moved on to a feud with Chris Masters. That promo had nothing to do with your decision to nix the match to, like, best of three series down to one match. Because that was already made up. Hence why Sean was overselling in your match because he knew you caused that in the first place. So, for Hogan saying that, oh, Sean's promo afterwards was what cut the 
freaking best of three series to one match, he's lying. Bullshit. That promo had nothing to do with it. Knock it off. So anyway, that even though that run for Shawn Michaels as a heel only lasted a month and a half, it started off iffy at first because it felt like Shawn was still a little bit like uneasy with being a heel again because, again, it was his first time technically being a heel since he was in the NWO in 2002 for that brief run. But it seemed like afterwards, when he after like super kicking Roddy Piper, that's when he came became more comfortable with being a heel because he stopped trying to fully say that he's doing stuff for the fans and everything like that and started to take more shots at Hogan and then of course the Montreal promo was top notch like that was heat like you would not believe so like and plus I I don't think Sean's technically had a heel run after this I know there was slight teasings back in 2010 before Wrestlemania when he cost Undertaker the World Heavyweight Championship but that wasn't the case so this was Sean's only other heel run that he had since his comeback in 2002, but it was still damn entertaining. I mean, the whole Larry King Live sketch and everything and all that, it worked. And I was still, like, impressed by Montreal promo, so I gotta give that whole run props. It was very fun. So anyway, let me know what you all thought in the comment section below about Shawn Michaels' 2005 heel run from the 4th of July, 2005 Raw, all the way up until SummerSlam. What did you think about Shawn's old time during as a heel like i enjoyed it but i want to know if you all enjoyed it too and remember if you enjoyed today's episode please remember to leave a like comment what you thought below subscribe with the bell turned on if you listen to this on youtube or follow if you're listening to this on any other service and i shall catch you all next time thanks for listening everybody like comment subscribe peace out and good day everybody